0: The Mahogany Project presents I Just Want to Tell Stories, hosted by Joe Anderson, Jr., powered by the South Congress Podcast Network. All right, everyone, welcome to episode four of I Just Want to Tell Stories. My name is Joe Anderson from The Mahogany Project. Today's guest is good Judy of mine. A sister of mine, someone I can always kiki with in the club. Always, Eric Edmondson. Hey, hey.
1: <laughs>
0: of just wait, what's the name of your blog? The L blog, right? No, the L code, the L code, mm-hmm. the L code. And then the podcast with you and Tyreek is yes.
1: what works for us. What works for
0: us? Okay. So before we get started into everything that you do as a creative, mm-hmm. I do have a question. Tell the uh, folks who are listening or watching how we met. I do not remember.
1: We met, okay. So the first time I remember us like really meeting, that wasn't even the first time we met. The first time I remember being around you for a longer period of time, we was at uh, we was at what was that? What's that name of that park? Graves Park or what that park? Givens. Givens Park. Oh, Givens Park. Okay. Gibbons park. Was that-
0: it for Sundays in the park?
1: I think so. Okay. Yeah, it was... Different. We had definitely met before then. We had met before then, but I think that was the time we actually sat. That's the time we actually sat and we talked and we... That's when we connected. Okay, okay. That's the first time we got. We had th- met before probably some event or Yeah, some. just seeing each other high oh, and by
0: nice to meet you with, with thing, our thing, yeah.
1: right. But that was the day we connected. It was like, oh, okay. Oh, Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are from Detroit. Yes. From, okay, from that D. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like growing up in Detroit?
1: Growing up in Detroit, to me, honestly, it was, was, looking back at it, like, you know, people have all this bad stuff to say about Detroit, but it was actually fun growing up in Detroit. Like, some of my best childhood memories, I can just go back to just growing up, being a kid in the inner city in Detroit. It was just really, um... I never really felt unsafe. Yeah. Like now, looking back, I was like, "Oh no!" It was, yeah. unsafe. <laughs> it was unsafe. But I never felt that way being there. I guess you know, you get you live in a certain place, you get used to the environment. You know, you know what to do. You know, so yeah. it was cool though growing up in Detroit. It wasn't. I always did feel like the city. There was something missing. Yeah. <laughs> I always felt like like something's missing here. It's something yeah. I'm not getting here. But um, what
0: was the first age that you started having those like
1: thoughts? When I started. Oh, I say maybe like 12, 13, when mm-hmm. I was first introduced to, um, or yeah, when I was first introduced to my sister, or sister of my head, Lil' Kim, like, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh girl, stop this! I'm, I'm not getting, I'm not getting what you <laughs> talking about here, I'm, I'm not getting here, so, that's, you know, that's when I, but you know, you just start watching, I start watching a lot of TV and you see certain okay. stuff. Um, I used to be obsessed. Like I used to think I was gonna move to Miami. Like that was my that was in, it. That was my end destination. Like I had saw something special when I was twelve. Boom! By Miami.
0: I see the mansions, the Versace. i I was
1: like, I'm going to Miami. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Miami. So private jets and everything. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where am I back? right. Okay. So I was like, okay, no, I'm, I'm definitely. You can come meet me, bitch. Right. Okay. That's why. knows. you say no? I'm actually, I'm moving. I'm moving to Miami. So uh, yeah. So th- that's when I start feeling like, okay, th- there's something missing here. At like 12, 13.
0: Okay. So tell me about like. Your family, are you an only child?
1: I am an only child. You
0: are an only child, yes. and did you grow up with mom, grandmother, someone else? Or I what?
1: grew up with my mom, but my aunt, um, she pretty much was the babysitter of me okay. and of my cousin. So, okay. and I always say, like, I'm an only child, but like, I had part time brothers and sisters yeah. because when my- you wanted them. Well, we were together almost every day. Oh, wow. Because I watched us, like, after school. So yeah. it was me and my uh, my cousin Emil, which was her son. And then my two other cousins, DeAndre and Jay. We all was together, like, every day, five days a week. So I felt like Thief I had...
0: Thieves <laughs> so... I felt like y'all got into some trouble.
1: No. No, we didn't because okay, this was the setup. Uh, it was a setup because I was with my cousin Deandra. Uh-huh. Of course, I was with the girl. <laughs> and my cousin Amel was with Jay, so they would do their thing, and me and Deandra would do our thing. So I was mm. over there playing Barbies and stuff with her, yeah. and doing stuff with her. And then my cousin Amel was with them, so they was kind of like we were. We were in the same household, but we were doing different things. Yeah. with... Yeah. So, but they were still. We all still like yeah. you know part time brothers and sisters. I would say.
0: So you were able to get kind of both experiences of growing up as an only child but also growing up with siblings mm-hmm. in some capacity. Yeah. Okay. So when did you uh, did you ever like officially come out to your family or
1: I never what was officially that I never officially told anybody outside of my mom that yeah. that's you know, I'm gay. But I just, I felt like they should just make the assumption. Yeah. This one, you should just, just know. y'all yeah, just like, you really should just know. Like, I mean, well, it's funny because my granddaddy one day had a grand conversation with me. My mom was like, well, your granddaddy wants to talk to you. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> so he just sat down with me. You know, he's an older guy. He was just like, you know, he was like, you know, you, you never brought a girl around. So, you know, I... I know what's going on. I was like, oh, 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 oh okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So, I, I, you know, I, I love you. You know, you're my grandson. Okay, it was very simple. So that was the only one was like a conversation. Everybody else was kind of like, it's just kind of an unspoken thing. We yeah. never really talked about it. Maybe my cousin DeAndra, me and her talking about it, and me and her talked about, you know, me and people on yeah. team. We and her have a book She and I, we've always had this bond. So, yeah, but I've never, my mom was only, and granddaddy's the only people I actually had a conversation with okay. about it. So your
0: cousin DeAndra is really close to you.
1: We're pretty we, we don't talk like we like maybe should, but I think when we come together someone in the we get together, somebody's like Yeah. You fall right back into it. You fall right back into okay,
0: it. Okay, so what are three words that she would say to describe you growing
1: up as a child? Oh my god, that's a good question. I don't know how <laughs> she girl, would thank you. Right. My <laughs> I don't know how she would describe me. Um, three words. Come on. Girl. Three words. Um I would say uh Maybe a, a friend. We were definitely good friends. Yeah. Um, I would say somewhat. Maybe a little. Bit, I would say protective a little bit because okay. there was times where you know she when she was a baby, you know she like you know oh I'm gonna somebody do something I'm going to tell Eric I'm going to tell Eric like so I guess I maybe a protective a little bit. Um, and kind of. Uh. Maybe reserved a little bit. I was—I mean, me and her had a relationship, but I would everybody else. You
0: still kind of like that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You—if we're in the club, you are the one that's watching. You know, you kiki in a little bit, but you watching, seeing what's going on. Yeah, you—you catch all the tea.
1: (laughs) I'm very (laughs) observant.
0: So you are really big into fashion. Yes. Okay. Do you remember the first like fashion magazine that you picked up?
1: Well, that's another good question. I think it was a cliche when it was Vogue. Okay. It was. What? So, well, what
0: was it about Vogue that, like, that drew you into it? Beyond, like, just look. You know, I go to the supermarket. I look at Vogue. I'm looking like, oh, okay, that's cute. I'm mm. putting it back down. Right. I think someone who's into fashion, they look at Vogue. They see something different than what I see. Yeah. So, what was it, in any magazine, really, what, what was it about seeing those magazines that drew you in more or deeper than I would want to be in?
1: I think for me well for one um on top of me being into fashion i'm obsessed i have a, a slight obsession maybe not so much with the newer models but okay. with older supermodels i'm obsessed. I have a slight obsession when i'm like i'm obsessed with them like i literally go on the instagram pages and be looking at the i see pictures i go to pages where all these fan pages where they have these old things that they runway shows and stuff i live for all that so i think seeing the models and then seeing the clothes and then just seeing um i do like to see the different the di- like, the different fashion houses, like, what they're, you know, because normally they're, all their answers in front of the magazine. So, I do like to see, like, the stories, like, they're telling. I try to figure out, like, what story are they telling with these, with these fashions Because it's like, they're telling a story, they're yeah. inspired by something. So, it's like, I look to see what is they're inspired by, kind of, sort of. And then, like, it's like, okay, I see it. And then, you know, just, I kind of try to pick up on the colors they're using and just see, I try to see, like, uh trending things like things I'm seeing over and over and over again, like, oh okay, this is a thing, you know, that type of stuff. So I kinda I guess I kinda assess what the designers are doing deeper than just on a surface level. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what was it like growing up being into fashion, wanting to know these stories? Was it something where you had like access to it all the time? Did you go in your closet and create things? Did you go into other people's closets and get stuff from theirs to like incorporate it into your everyday wear? Like what was it like? growing up as a creative in fashion
1: the I think it, actually my whole the whole fact that me being <laughs> me being into fashion actually I think it was something that came later actually because okay. I was when I was a child when I was a teenager I mean I was into fashion and music and all that kind of stuff but um even hair at one point I thought I was gonna do hair um <laughs> <yeah>. okay, girl. <laughs> so but I first thought I, when I was in high school, I'm going to be an engineer because I was like, oh, I like cars and all that I had it all wrong. But I was like, I hate math. I hate science. So that's just not that no. So I was like, no. So I think... But what, that, what I'm saying about Miami, I think what got me at first was it was just me being, I thought I was like, oh, I'm going to be a, like a personal stylist. I'm gonna be a, I'm, because they was like, you shop for them. I was like, I get to shop. <laughs> I love that. Like, sign me up. Sign me up. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Miami and just shop for them. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. But then I realized you needed more than that. And i noticed, you know, Chloe and then too, again, like, you know, I have like my love for my sister. Look, him seeing her and just how she, even her raps, she would talk about all these different fashion houses and all this kind of stuff, and it, I would be intrigued. i am like, oh, what is she talking about? Yeah. Who is this name? Because yeah. she can name people. i am like, who is that? And I would go look, and I'm like, oh. But I didn't have access to it. I would say I didn't have yeah. access to it, but my mom used to work. My mom worked at, like, Lauren Taylor for, like, 17 years. So oh, I wow. would go to my, sometimes after, like, my aunt, you know, she used to watch me, so she would take me up to, we would go to the mall, and she would take me up there, and I would just hang out until... You know, she got off. So that was an asset to fashion that I always had. Just being in the Lauren Taylor, I would just be in Lauren Taylor, get to walk around and see stuff, and see all the. I would see these designers and stuff on the rack and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was kind of a way me to have access to, but not directly. So I can just kinda look at it but you know, and see the tricep. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, see. <laughs> that's cute. Right, that's cute, right. Yeah. So and so that was kind of my exposure to it, but that I didn't really um I didn't r I never really been a person to go in somebody's closet and put looks and stuff I'm not pushy like that. Yeah. like I feel like someone come to ask me, I'll tell them. Um, but yeah, that was like my access to it, kinda sorta. And music. Music it, that was I looked at people in music, Mary J. Blige, all oh, them how they wore fashion. That was how I would see it and get knowledge of it and that kind of stuff.
0: So, what voice do you try to tell within your own fashion? Like, what what what's the story that you want to tell, or is it different each day?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, for me, I think for me, I, I it, it it can change. It's just how I feel for the day. Um, so, at, for me, it's, it's it, it could be whatever whatever look I'm trying to get for that. I really, I guess. I don't, like, right now I'm kind of, like, stuck on the certain colors. Like, we're, like, black and white all the time.
0: So, so <laughs> Come I, on, Janelle, I'm on that.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I, I don't really... I think with that, I guess I, I do like the neutral, just being neutral. But, um, I don't... I, I, it just changes. Yeah. It depends on whatever, wherever I'm going or what I'm trying to feel. It's like, okay, this looks cute. This is how I'm feeling. This works for me. Yeah. This is... I'm going to do this. I, don't, I can't believe I'm trying to tell too many stories. I just, you know, I do like to be... You know, I, I like being as cute and sexy as possible at all times. Ooh, ooh. At least I try to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying, you doing it. Oh, well, thank okay. you. Okay, so
0: let's say... So you were in Detroit until what age?
1: Oh, I was in... Well, okay. I was in Michigan. I would say Michigan. Yeah. Because I wasn't in Detroit like my latter years. Okay. Like when I was in my early 20s, I pretty much moved out of Detroit and went to the suburbs. And then okay. I was told from 20, like... One to 30 i was in suburbs or metro so metro detroit okay um so i pretty much like left detroit like i was like 18 like i moved out of detroit but i mean i was if you want to just say michigan <laughs> yeah. i was there until i was 30.
0: so what is so you are in detroit let's say you went to detroit at like 25 26 what would be the fashions that would be like present at the time so what was that what year would that be
1: Twenty five, twenty six, I would what was that, two thousand ten?
0: Okay. Yeah. So what 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 are some of the things that you saw around that time that you remember?
1: Two thousand ten, fashions in Detroit. Uh it was still
0: And I guess even now, like what is the story of Detroit like fashion wise?
1: Detroit is well it's very urban. Yeah. I mean we know this. It's very urban. It's very um, you know, uh like a what I want to say, like a two chains video, like type of thing, like a you know, like a future, like you know, that's how the guys step out. The guys in Detroit, I'll say, or even the females, I will say, they they do dress, but they yeah. dress like you know, urban. So yeah. I'm pretty sure right now, I mean, the girls is fashion over. I'm pretty yeah. sure they all this fashion over, fashion over, fashion. You know what I'm saying? Or even looking at people that you know that I follow in Detroit now, that's what it looks like. They're wearing, yeah. you know, they're wearing like fashion over. They're wearing the fast fashion. Right. They're staying on trend with the you know. The whole, the whole neon thing. Like, anything yeah. that they, the, you know, the, that that they might see in... That these, like, or, like Instagram and stuff, the influencers and all the girls like that, they follow that kind of stuff. And then the guys, you know, they just wear... Um,
0: what's in trend now, kind of.
1: Pretty much their trendy and wasn't where
0: it was. And out. was that always the same? So, if we go back to, like, 2010, 20, 2005 in Detroit, it's been very consistent in terms of, like... They follow those, follow ur- those trends. Follow urban, people. like, trends. Yeah. yeah.
1: Anything that you see. Yeah, like the, um... What is it now? People wearing like champions and stuff like that. Out like jogging suits and stuff like that. So stuff like that. So anything that's on trend, anything you see like in a video, a music video, urban music video, something like that, you can go to trade and pretty much see the same thing.
0: What is one trend? You talking about champion? You know. I remember wearing that stuff in like the '90s, uh-huh. the windbreakers and stuff uh-huh. like that. Girl, uh-huh. even starter jackets. Uh-huh. Um, I had a Miami Dolphins one. Didn't even like football like that bitch. <laughs> and I don't even know why I liked that. And when you talk about Miami, I don't even know why I wanted a Miami Dolphins starter jacket. But I got one bitch, and I was rocking it. And you know, on the first day of school back oh, yes.
1: after Christmas, yes. bitch,
0: I was wearing that. Huh? I was like, boom,
1: right? Okay. A new
0: cut, okay. a new color, a new style, okay. a new jacket, bitch. Right? Okay. Couldn't tell me nothing. I was wearing. That even in the summer, bitch. I was Ooh. like, I am gonna get this wear. I'm gonna get it out until the next school year. Girl oh, was okay. burning. I was sweat, like hot, as hell. Hot, as hell. hot as hell. I I took off the jacket. It was sweat all oh, dripping. Yes, girl. But I was you like, i of that. A good. We have a good run. We have a good run, bitch. <laughs> so, what are some trends or a trend mm-hmm. that is not back yet? Because you know, fashion repeats. Mm. That you want to see come back.
1: Good question. What is a trend from back in the day that I want to see that has not come back? Oh, uh, off the top of my head. What can I think? Can I think? Can I think? Can I think? You know what I used to like back in the day? What? Um, <laughs> it's kind of ghetto. But remember when people used to... I like denim. So remember when people used to wear, like, the colored, like, denim? Like, they would wear the color like, uh, gas, like, pants, yes. oranges, yellows, and they would have the jacket and the j- jeans that half like... That's something I wouldn't mind. You <laughs> know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can go with that. Oh my god, were you into the denim suits, man? Like the the jacket and then the uh, pants. Oh and- my god, I
1: had one, and oh my god, back before I, you know, transitioned into my current years, and I was wearing like all the urban chadon. Girl,
0: come on, that rock away.
1: Girl, I was belly tail. Girl, echo I was wearing all the urban shit. I'm like what the fuck shine John, one that was too freaking big. It was like an extra large, and I was smaller than I am now. So oh, I'm bitch. like, this thing just Swallows swallowed you. me. But I would wear You're it on my are Not
0: time. in that way, you nasty listeners. No, not that way.
1: But <laughs> the, in my belt, I used to have to, like, what I would tie my belt to, the pants would have, like, it would, like, literally be buckling over because they're yeah. so big. But I wanted, I had to have it because I'm like, well, this is in, so I yeah. have to have the shine John, John jean outfit.
0: So now I tried to go find a jean outfit and bitch could not find one because I went, you know, trends come and then sometimes you're like, oh, I don't really like it. But then everybody get it. So you're like, okay, now I kind of like it. I was on that part. Okay, ahead I tried to go during Christmas. So everybody was sold out. Yeah, everybody was sold out. Yeah, no, that's the worst worst time time to try to
1: get it. That's the worst time.
0: So I think it was for family pictures, too. Oh, so. With like my at the time my mom was married, so me, and my brother, and my stepsisters, and I was the last one they could not find one for. Her. We found the pants, but then the jacket didn't. Oh, you know, we found the jacket and the pants. Yeah. So essentially, we just wore like some jeans and like uh, I think a polo shirt. That works. Yeah, that works. Yeah. That yeah. Is. What are some fashion houses that you look at that are very consistent in branding that you really like? Balmain. Oh,
1: I love. I mean, for one, he's that he likes the same color palettes as myself and Janelle Manette. <laughs> so he's a lot of and I love it. Um, Alexander Balthier is another one. I think he comes out with stuff that, to me, you just go to the club. Like, yeah. I'm like, this this is just, his runway, like, his fashion shows look like a, a going, the, the girls look like they at the a club. It's like, bitch, I'm like, bitch, you're going you to the club, like, bitch, you, you be hot as fun. like, I, <laughs> look, I love his fashion show. I love his fashion shows. <laughs> Um, of course, we can go I and mean, then just one old-school one Versace. I think Versace is just always forever Versace was forever be sexy. It's just a sexy fashion house. It's, it can't be anything else. I don't think
0: So the Elko, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what made you want to start it?
1: The Elko came actually kind of backwards. I was thinking about the other day because, I mean, I'm still...
0: Well, I'm glad you were thinking about it.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> it came backwards because really first, I mean, and I'm still going to do it, but I'm, you know, ultimately I'm like, I w- want to be a personal, that's, I'm going to be a personal stylist, but I was just, you know, getting all my ducks in the road, trying to get, you know, find out, you know, the business side of things. So yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I can put outfits together, but I need to know the business. So... Yeah um, you know, I was doing one of my infamous online trainings, and they was like, well, yeah, if you're gonna be a brand or a business, you have to have a blog. Everyone has one. You know, every business has a blog. And I'm like, oh, i I gotta do that? (laughs) So, I started immersing myself in that, and then, um, I just start getting into it, getting into it, getting into it. And then, eventually, like, that just... It was easy. You know, the overhead for a blog is so easy. To, yeah. It don't take much. So, that kind of just took off. Like, oh, okay, well, I could definitely do this. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm learning about... Still learning about fashion and stuff like that. I could be talking about fashion regularly. Yeah. So, that's how it kind of came. It was like... I it was like, oh, you, go, you got to get a blog. Oh, okay, well, I'll get one. And it that just been... Ever since it's been consistent with that. I'm still doing everything else. But that's just... It's still i feel like that's almost further off than me and my whole personal styling thing that's like that's something that um probably is a little bit further along than okay.
0: that <laughs> what uh is the last good runway or collection collection right mm-hmm. that you've seen that you were like damn bitch uh-huh. like that had you speechless maybe oh who had me speechless when that last? asking so the girls can now what to look forward to in 2020
1: oh right <laughs> <laughs> or 2021 that's what we'll like finally like right um give it one of the ones probably i'm sorry i'm gonna have to say Balmain. Balmain yeah. gets me and which collection was it uh it was the spring summer two thousand nineteen. Okay. so spring spring summer 2019 so okay. it was um uh, in the fall when they showed yeah. it i don't know that would these, like, on charade. Like. Right,
0: right. <laughs> uh, spring, summer, joggers. Right, right, right. Yes, right. joggers. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the fall. In, in the fall. fall, in the fall. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay, girl. Right. Um, and so, what was it about that specific collection that made you, like, get it, feel it?
1: well I love Sparkle so it has it definitely had the sparkling elements the whole black and white I love black and white it had the sparkling elements and I felt like it was just very it was very sexy um, for men and women yeah. and that's another thing I like he, he has the girls and the guys come down together so it's not separate so um, you get to see like the guys coming down looking good and sexy you get to see the girls coming down looking good and sexy and it, it was you know shorts, dresses all kinds of um, for the guys you know uh, muscle shirts like all different kind of Wife, or not wife beaters, they don't call them that, but you know. The muscle tees. Call yeah. tees. We call them muscle
0: tees. Yeah, yeah. Cause, you know, people ain't got no muscles, they still wear them. But <laughs> it's okay. So let's say you know, uh, my producer camera's in the building. Um, and let's say he came to you and was like, I need a personal stylist. Mm-hmm. What is the first thing that you would talk to him about to try to like get a sense of the styling, get a sense of color schemes, get a sense of who he is to like style him?
1: Um, I think it's one of the main things I would we'll probably do is ask, like, who are people that stands out to him that maybe are celebrity or are famous. Like, if you, like, just tell me some people that you see that's famous on TV or anybody that you can just point out. Tell me people that stands out to you that you say when you look at them. Like, oh, I like that. I will wear something like that. And then we can kind of just build off that. Okay. So, influ- influence is, is a big thing. Yeah. I think so. I mean, it, when you see people, I mean... I think everybody, when they see certain people or they see, you know, people that they have, somebody has something that they like or has something that you know they will wear. You know, they they pay attention. So I think it's good to ask somebody. Well, what, who are stands out to you?
0: So Issa Rae does this thing, and I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, uh, but we'll do it today too. So Issa Rae was talking about how she doesn't really like to. Uh, or she, Her focus isn't always like reaching up Towards people uh-huh. But reaching around the people that are around uh-huh. her So we can all build up uh-huh. Who are people that you reach around to, So that everyone can build up In your circle
1: uh, That's actually That's a great question yeah, that's actually, I, Girl you are just giving me so much uh, life <laughs> like, That's a good question I, I want to thank you so much girl uh, You're very welcome <laughs> <laughs> Um honestly that's something networking and stuff somebody is actually area of opportunity for me because i am an only child Mm. i am used to working in my own spaces Mm. and it's like i just i i don't probably network out enough or i don't you know of course i have my best friend you know my fellow uh, or co-host of uh What works for us? I have him. So me and him go back and forth a lot about stuff. But I don't have, like, other people. It's like, you know, of course, you know, Austin, it's everybody. I always say movers and shakers. A lot of people in Austin are movers and shakers. But do I reach out to them or try to do collaborate do things like this? Like, I should probably not. Mm -hmm. But I think it's probably, it's not anything against them or anybody. It's more so me. Like, I just need to make sure my, you know, SHIT. Can we cuss over here?
0: Girl, I cuss all the time.
1: Oh, well, Shit. Make sure my shit is- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> make sure my shit is together um, before I go to somebody else and try to collaborate. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, especially if I feel like they're well established, I'm coming in and my shit is only half ass. Yeah. I don't. I just don't believe in it. So confidence in myself is something I'm working on. So you know, I can network with other people. That's something. That's an area of opportunity. Actually, I need to start reaching out and you know, creating that web of yeah. people so we can move up. Especially here in
0: Austin, right? I think a lot of people are doing some stuff here in Austin. So yeah, they are. And and I I only know this because I know Eric personally. Mm. Eric is definitely in the mix and knows a lot of these movers and shakers. So I don't want you I don't want people thinking like you really don't know anybody. With oh. girl, that's not <laughs> that's not it. No. <laughs> um, but recognizing like there are areas of opportunity to take advantage of those opportunities, um, I think is dope. So I do want to talk about what what works for us. Mm-hmm. So. What made you want to become a podcaster?
1: It was a conversation that uh, Mr. Telltale's. Yeah, and come on I now, had. Mr. Telltale. <laughs> it's a conversation that we had. Um, it was more so, we were just talking about how gay culture, mm-hmm. period. It's, you know, so many people. Um, exploit it in a way, if you yeah. will, or they use it or utilize it, especially in no no shade to any women that's watching. But, you know, you have the Housewives of Atlanta, you have the yeah. Married to Medicine, uh-huh. you have these shows who you see these women and, you know... Commodify they, it, you know? They do. They modify it, and, you know, and they, they use it to their advantage. Yeah. And I feel like us the gays the people that they get this from they're all in the background like these people that yeah. they be they and
0: we're specifically I want to say and not speaking for you but yeah. black queer culture
1: yeah black queer because culture. the white
0: gays they oh. come and exploit it too no that's true and they give it to their home girls and they have a black woman trapped inside of them they say okay see but you didn't hear that from me
1: right but no, you're, you're a thousand percent right it is black queer culture it is and it's i feel like we're just us the creators or the people behind the we're behind the scenes like oh i'll be looking at some of the instagrams and stuff and the people that they say they hang out with and i see how they act i'm like oh they act like this person but yeah. who is this person right who are they but they are they, they're producers or yeah. they're stylists they're yeah. dressers mm-hmm. they're all these people but we don't know who they the are creator's the, the creators behind the the creators behind the scenes. so we felt like it's time for us to take control of our culture and us start throwing ourselves out there like okay no this it's you know this we're the we're the we're the black gay boy queers that are you know that all these people are influenced by yeah. and it's time for us to shine and it's time for us to start um having a seat not necessarily having a seat at the table
0: having our own table
1: having our own table exactly so that's what what it was we just okay. wanted to be um able to have shine a light on ourselves on our own culture um, pretty much.
0: Okay. And what would be something that you would tell a young creative that's coming up? A piece of advice that you would give to them?
1: I would say, whatever it is, whatever it is that you feel like you, that gut that, that feeling of what it is that you want to do, whatever, however you want to um, immerse yourself in the creative space, to just with it and mm-hmm. just go for what you know and don't never stop because I know, I know for me um and don't let a lot of you know people on the outside influence your thought process or what you want to do or or get take you off a track of what you're trying to do because I know for me you know when I was younger and no shade to anybody, family or anybody that was close to me I just didn't feel supported in what I wanted mm. to do I felt like you know they was like oh you tell oh you want you want to do fashion oh mm yeah yeah like uh, okay uh, okay good, well, um, good luck right that type of thing and yeah. it's like and I felt that affected me yeah. I think in a lot of ways where it, it took me when I got older where I was really like you know I don't give a fuck really, yeah. I really don't give a fuck what yeah. you think or what you talking about you don't know what you you don't know what I'm trying to do you don't see you can't see what they always say you don't know my vision because you don't see it's not it wasn't given to you right it, you right. can't see how I see it because it's not given to you it was given to me yeah. so it was for me to execute not you what? it's for me to come figure on out come around with the you. word bitch. <laughs> so, Oh. girl, it, we, the
0: the episode ain't coming out on Sunday, but bitch, you just took us to church. <laughs> um, so we always do this. Thank you, well, one, I want to thank you so much for coming to talk no, to us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, and I just want to tell stories. But we we do this thing top five, and I give you a random category, and I already know what category I'm gonna give you. Oh, are you ready? Okay, okay. In those no, no specific order, top five category is supermodels. Go.
1: Oh, easy. Naomi Campbell, Linda Evangelista, Claudia Schiffer, Iman, Mm. and it's somebody I don't know if I want to give it to, uh, I'm going to give it to Tyra. I'll give it to Tyra.
0: Okay, come on now with the three black queens. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Again, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate it. Uh, To all of our listeners and the watchers, we appreciate you. Um, Until next episode, love and light. Bye. Bye. I Just Want to Tell Stories is hosted by Joe Anderson Jr. for The Mahogany Project and produced by Cameron Hawkins
1: for the South Congress Podcast Network.